Welcome to our Millennial Life. We are your hosts, Nani and Kiari. We are millennial moms just like you, surviving our own journeys and chaos. With this podcast, we hope to bring you funny, relatable stories, as well as provide encouragement and tips in the areas of motherhood, friendship, marriage, and more. In the previous episode, we discussed my birth stories, which were out of the hospital. In this episode, we're going to discuss Nani's birth stories, which are a little bit more traditional and were both in the hospitals. But as we saw previously, even though the births can be similar, they're also quite different. So stick around to learn about Nani's births. Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome. Nani here with... Yaddy. Yeah, and we're moving on to my birth stories. I'm excited for talking <laughs> about this. Right? Yeah, me too. I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm even more excited for Nyla's just because, unfortunately, I couldn't be there. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so like you mentioned, um, we'll just dive right in. So like you mentioned, um, I had more of a traditional kind of birth right. with both of the mm-hmm. girls. And... Um, but even though I did have a hospital birth, uh, the births were still very, very, very different. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I feel like that, I feel like we as women, right, sometimes we compare even like our pregnancies were like, oh, well, this pregnancy is not like the last one, but so it must be up opposite, gen- you know, like all those things. Yeah. And it's like, seriously, everything can be so different. Like everything can be different. <laughs> yeah. So with Athena... Obviously, she was my first baby, and Athena came at 39 weeks on the dot all by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, she came naturally. I literally labored all day at home. That was one of my Which things. I'm still so mad at you. For <laughs> I know. Well, you know, it's not my fault. I actually did not know, guys. <laughs> I did not know that I was in labor. I just I was having what I you know, I knew they were contractions, but I was... Is it that you didn't know or you were in denial? Maybe I was in denial. I was home by myself, <laughs> right? I was home by myself. Yeah. Jimmy was at work. The big kids were with their mom. And um, I, you know what? At first, it was just that I was miss... I didn't know how to... Sorry. I think that I was calculating my contractions the wrong way. Mm. And so I didn't even realize like, oh, my contractions are closer together than I thought. Right. But it was one of my things that I was like, I will not labor at a hospital. I will not be in discomfort or pain at the hospital. Like if I, when I'm go to the hospital, I want to pop the baby out. Like that right. was my, that was my. I know you thing. didn't want to go to the hospital to be sent back home. No, I did not. Or to be told mm-hmm. to wait in the waiting room or to, no, that was just not what <laughs> right. like I wanted to do. <laughs> Which by the way. I recommend for all moms out there, try to avoid going to the hospital too early. I know we get excited and all that stuff, but it also prevents you from getting more interventions. Yeah, and I think that that's why some people's experience might be like more difficult, right? When they do go to the hospital a little bit Mm -hmm. too early and then they're upset because they want to be in a room, but you're not ready yet. So anyways, I I was literally laboring all day and then... I had, you know, called Jimmy a few times and I'm just like, I don't know, the pain is like stronger, but in my mind, and you never reached out to me, I know, <laughs> but in my mind, I was, my contractions were still too far right. apart, apart, even though they mm-hmm. were not. 
So long story short, around four o'clock, I called Jimmy and I was like, you need to get home now, like right now. I need you home now. So he, whatever, <laughs> I don't even know, threw everybody out his office and he came. <laughs> I was in so much pain. I could barely, not pain. I was in labor, <laughs> you know, um, I was literally in the bathtub almost all day. I, there was, I had to be there. It was the only, um, comfort that I found. Right. Um, and when he got home, I could, I just needed help out of the bathtub. I'm like, let's go. Like, let's, let us go. If it's a fluke, then it's a fluke, but let us go. Right. Uh, finally we got to the hospital you know, everybody there is so nonchalant because everybody's in labor when they go to the hospital. <laughs> so I'm just like, let me not look dramatic. <laughs> you know? I didn't want to be that girl. Right. And I swear to you, I did just I didn't think I was whatever. So they couldn't get my blood pressure because I was in so much discomfort. We're going to use the word right. discomfort. Um, Anyway, so they're like, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and do a quick check on you and see where you're at. Well, guys, I was eight centimeters dilated when I got to the Were hospital. Were you shocked? So shocked. Because in my mind, <laughs> of first time mom, <laughs> counting wrong, um, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go back, whatever. I'm, this is just what it feels like. I didn't know what to expect, you know? Right. Um, yeah, so I was like eight centimeters. That's when Jimmy texted you guys like, hello. Right. And everybody's like, like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, hun, you got to stay with the kids. I'm going to go be with Nani. I like hopped in the car. Yeah. I like made sure I was I was breastfeeding. So I'm like, make sure I take my pump, all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, what in the world? Like my sister, you, my mom, they're like, why did you wait so long? And so we're long. Like, we just got here. Sorry. <laughs> and honestly, the rest I solely remember because of video because mm -hmm. all I remember was people taking my my dress off me getting into a hospital gown um you know it was kind of like you know in the movies when they're going through a hospital like hallway and it does uh -huh. like slow motion that's right. what I felt like because <laughs> it, it was just it was too fast for me to process and it's like an organized chaos like it's like a little dance yeah like they, have. they know what they're doing but I was like right. what in the world next thing I knew I was upstairs um and they're like okay so do you want the epidural so I was like can I have like just like a minute you know let me just like really think mm -hmm. about like this and then I wanted to wait until one more contraction because they were painful for me and, um, you know, she was like complimenting my breathing cause I was doing a great job, whatever. And then the, that contraction came and I was like, yeah, no, give me the epidural. So I got the epidural by the time you guys came mm -hmm. and, um, that was it. And then I was there like that for what, like two right. hours I was yeah and we were just kind of, you were like, so chill. I think, I think it was good for you too, though, because you got like, some rest before you had to start pushing yeah and i think that i i liked the fact that i went there when i was ready maybe not that ready but i <laughs> <laughs> like i wondered if i had came any sooner i would have probably had to wait you know because mm -hmm. I, my body would not have been ready um that's it i would i waited about two hours and three pushes and she was out mm -hmm. fine healthy yeah. beautiful baby girl um 
that was it. That was my I know. First. And we were like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was it was nice. And, and the fact that it was also, you know, pre-pandemic, you could have, more you know, more, pe- more support people. And that's the whole thing that was so, I feel like one of the major differences um, when it comes to like Nyla's birth is the fact that it, it was, was just COVID baby. Yeah, it was COVID baby. Yeah. So you only had like a limited, you could only have Jimmy, right? Mm-hmm. I could only have mm-hmm. Jimmy. And I was thankful because, um, no, I had Jimmy and my mom because oh, we were okay. able to have at that time, it was like, like right when regulations were lifting well, up a starting little Starting to lift a little yeah, bit. So yeah. as long as I tested negative for my COVID test, then Jimmy and my mom could stay and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, very lucky for that. But Nyla... You know, so Athena came at 39 weeks. So I'm like, oh, Nyla's going to come earlier. Which, by the way, I remember, like, <laughs> going to your house and Jeremiah being a baby, right? And just, like, sitting on your lap close to your belly. And you're like, tell Athena to come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was ready. I was ready. Like, <laughs> I was ready. I'm like, is she that? Is she there yet? Because you know, when you go to get checked in your final weeks of pregnancy, they're like, "Oh, you're three centimeters." I'm like, "All right," and I'm like jumping on the ball, walking on the curb, <laughs> and I just wanted her out. But Nyla was really ready for her to come out. Um, but with her, I thought that she was going to come sooner. I told you, I right. told my mom, and Nyla's like, <laughs> "This girl, this lady, <laughs> she thinks that she owns what I'm going to do." So she decided not to come early. Um, and I, I think that maybe I was mentally ready to be done. I don't know there it, I, with Nyla's pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It's, it was like, I don't know if it was cause my last, I don't know. There was something different. I was going to say, I'm like, do you think that maybe because like your doctors checked you and told you, you were set, like four centimeters dilated, but it was consistently like that for a while that you were kind of like, okay, well it was not going to take long. So I'm ready. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think so. Because I, I, I for sure, I'm like, well, if my, in my first pregnancy, my baby came a week early, you know, a week early from her due date, which mm-hmm. your first pregnancy could be whatever, right? Because your body doesn't know what to do. Right. So, but with Nyla, I was like, oh, well, for sure. Like, not, my body knows what to do. It's already done it once. If she came at 39 weeks, going to push her out. And Nyla seemed to be a bigger baby. Right. So I just thought she was going to come. So we decided to, I was like at my 40 weeks, we decided for me to get induced, which I had major anxiety about. And I honestly, if I could go back, I wouldn't. That's something Mm -hmm. that I would say, it's not worth it. Let's just wait until if you absolutely have to get induced. But um, I did, I did get induced, but I would change that. Um, Now with Nyla, um, I did labor, obviously, in the hospital, but I was in a room because I had the Pitocin. Um, but I waited longer, and I didn't realize how long it had been, like, three or four hours or even maybe five hours before I had act- I had asked for the epidural because I was really trying to see if I could um, do it without it this time. But I don't think the fact that I was on Pitocin helped the matter at all. I was going to ask you, did you feel that the Pitocin really augmented how the contractions felt compared to Athena's labor? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I didn't like the Pitocin. I don't like, I just, that feeling, <laughs> I just not, if I were to, where I'm not, but if I were to do it again, I, it, yeah. I would not go that route. Um, yeah, they were strong. 
and I thought that I could do it, but I was tired. It was a very mm. different experience. Um, like already going in, I think, like I said, mentally, I was already done being pregnant. And right. in my mind, the Pitocin's like, this baby's going to come right out, you know? No, but it was much <laughs> slower. So slow, guys. Like snail-like labor. But I think you might have felt that way because first off you were in the hospital for the majority of it so there's not there there's a lot less things to try to distract you when you're especially in the earlier phase right mm-hmm. when um because as you get deeper into into active labor and stuff you find your rhythm and your pace and you you can block things out but in that first few stages it's like okay you're like you know, tracking your contractions and like, okay, when's the next one going to come? Like yeah. anticipating. And I think that that's something that I maybe missed, like because with Athena, I was able to do it at home and I I maybe missed the fact that I wanted to do that with Nyla mm-hmm. um, and just like be ready to go. And that's how I thought it was going to be like, oh, well, this is going to help me push her out. But I don't feel like it helped at all. On the contrary, right. it made her heart rate drop and I mm-hmm. had to be in like in extreme positions <laughs> with like, <laughs> like, you know, all the stuff because she didn't like the Pitocin. So they had to take me off of it. Um, right. And then if I came out of these extreme positions, she didn't like that. So I mm-hmm. literally pushed at nine centimeters dilated three pushes and she was still out. But um, the anxiety of the oxygen mask coming and of the nurses scrambling and I did not like that like I had major anxiety right and all I could think was like something's wrong with the baby something's wrong with the baby something's wrong with the baby and of course nobody tells you everybody tells you baby's fine baby's fine baby's fine but then why are y'all scrambling but obviously, right right <laughs> I mean, sometimes some things are more like a pre, you know, let's try to be a step ahead. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no, that can be overwhelming. I mean, it, like it sounds bad, but in a sense, at least that was like your second experience and not your not first. Not my first, yeah. Because, yeah, because I feel like that would be kind of like traumatic in the sense and you're like, I don't know if I want to do that again. Yeah, so later but, on, I came to realize that it was like respiratory, like people coming in just to make mm-hmm. sure, you know, and then like your normal um collective nurses that are normally in there um and so but that for that second time when and it was actually a midwife that delivered both of my girls um she's like "Mm, no let's just push and I was like (laughs) like you know I had like an anxiety and then in that moment it's like what am I doing wrong and then I had instant regret for the Pitocin because Mm. I'm like this this one thing that I did caused um something maybe unnecessary because I was being impatient. Right. Now that was, that's just my, that was just my experience. Some people can have it right. and have a completely different experience. But if mm-hmm. I could redo it, I would not even, I would just wait till the baby. <laughs> she was just ready to come all on her own. Um, right. Yeah. I did end up getting the epidural with her. Um, I was fine. I was watching friends and you know, it was good, <laughs> but I did feel like it was a lot slower now maybe Athena was too fast and Nyla was too slow. Like I don't know. Like I just needed somewhere. <laughs> but in the you middle. know what? At least your body was still ready with the induction with Nyla mm-hmm. because, like, unfortunately, that's not the case with a lot of people or everyone because sometimes you know doctors and in- want to induce at like thirty nine weeks when there's really no medical Reason. necessity for it. So, um, 
but yeah i'm not gonna get into this whole no no i'm glad <laughs> though that my he my doctor didn't i was the one who was asking for stuff and i and yeah. my doctor has known me for a long time since i was 18 um anyways but um he never pushed any of that stuff on me and i think that's, that's nice you know when mm-hmm. you have a pushy doctor i don't i probably wouldn't have stayed in mm-hmm. that in that thing and i think it's really important like i got the epidural when i was ready for the epidural i didn't let anybody intimidate right. me into getting anything um and i've really lucked out with like the nurses bring them snacks guys <laughs> yes yes i loved your your nurse for um athena, athena. yeah oh my they, gosh. every like with athena they were so they were so good they were the vibe was so nice they were so like relaxed and stuff um and with nyla the same thing they were just they were just really nice but we brought them snacks so i don't know if that mm-hmm. mattered but <laughs> they did they were just really really nice um and they um they alerted me when i needed to be alerted you know i obviously they're not going to stress out mom for no reason either mm-hmm. um but looking back that i guess that's like one of the only things i would change if yeah. i were to have another baby i'm not going to that's why i can say if i'm going to <laughs> i would honestly try um to do a water centered thing because when i'm thinking back like with athena i was in mm-hmm. the water the whole time and it's where i found the most um, like calm, calm. And, yeah yeah so with nyla i would just not repeat that i'm glad that she was happy you know like safe and stuff nyla yeah. also had other complications like during my pregnancy and stuff but um it's just it was so different and it mm-hmm. it like what's the word i'm looking for um it threw you a loop it threw yeah right. through a big loop because they're both the same gender you know about the same mm-hmm. size babies and they were just completely different in everything mm-hmm. so it was very um very interesting to say the least yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and i i guess how would um how were the experiences i guess maybe different from jimmy's perspective if you if you think when you talk about it after you know i think that jimmy i i don't want to speak for him because i don't know about like his experience with um the big kids but um i he was just very like in the moment for Mm -hmm. athena i think he was like what the heck he was was like in shock of what was happening so fast and i think that once you guys got there it uh, allowed him to like just relax a second because it was just like you know literally the cough like i need you to get home now and he Mm -hmm. didn't know what that meant he just knew that he needed to get home so i think it was just so much um (laughs) so fast you know and then with um nyla it was more of a you know planned thing but even so, then he had the stressors of like the Pitocin or seeing me with anxiety, mm-hmm. seeing the nurses scatter for the oxygen mask and like all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure that was like not a pretty sight either. And then right. it was COVID. So everything was more limited and mm-hmm. mask and all that. That wasn't fun. I like I threw the mask. I didn't even care. Like, I'm sure I already I got like tested. So <laughs> yeah, I was not about to do that. Um, but, you know, um, I, you know, it, I would like to ask him, though, how those births were different from, like, even Sierra and Jonathan. Um, right. But, yeah, I think that one was too fast and one was too slow for him, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, something I didn't say when we were recording my episode is that once we had um, Elias, mm-hmm. Jeff was like, oh, next time I think we could do this by ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Midwest like, um, let's not. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I think he was just like, oh, we, you know, uh, like we were pretty much so far um, into the labor when they showed up, and then it, it was pretty hands off. He's like, yeah, we got this. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. Easy for you to say. <laughs> I would say, no matter what kind of birth you're having, you can't go in with any kind of expectation for anything. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you just have to take everything with a grain of salt and literally take it minute by minute um right and just let your body know what it's going to do my body knew what it was doing when i was pushing out athena for my first pregnancy and i i emphasize that because your first pregnancy is you're right. technically like your longest where your body's just trying to figure out what to do and mm-hmm. that's something that i would like a you know just don't rush just let your body do what it needs to do for um as long as it can do it for and right. whether you want to take the epidural or not take the epidural, still let your body do what it has to do. Well, and the thing is, like, you did have the epidural for Athena. I think we start, we had worked on, like, you not pushing the button again since we were going to be close to you pushing so you could somewhat try to, like, feel. But I don't think you could. No, you I were couldn't still, feel. You were still being coached. I couldn't yeah. even feel anything. But um, I, I also, like, I didn't, I never pushed, like, the epidural button for more more yeah then the one time yeah what whatever dose it gave me that's all mm-hmm. i had now with nyla my epidural i could feel a lot more than i could with um mm-hmm. athena mm-hmm. and uh, but it was just like a pressure it wasn't like a pain or anything right. i wasn't like that right. girl who the epidural completely wore off and all of that because <laughs> that must not be fun like you're not feeling anything and then you are i don't know <laughs> but the, yeah it, my body still took to it different and i contemplated it I was literally, you can ask Jimmy, I was, I have this picture. He took it because I was just contemplating, like, can I really do this? But I think I chose the wrong pregnancy. I think the Mm. pregnancy to have done that would have been with Athena because I had let my body do it naturally. And with the Mm -hmm. Nyla, I had the Pitocin, which, which probably is not the best um, scenario to try to do that. Um, And I tried, but you know, it is what it is. I can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And like how you were saying about um, kind of like taking things with a grain of salt. That's definitely one thing that I like try to tell all moms and clients and stuff is like, it's fine to have a birth plan. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. But I like, again, I like to call them preferences because you have to be willing sometimes to give things wiggle room because there, you never know what you're going to have thrown at you that needs things to change. Yeah. And the most mm-hmm. important is a, a healthy, happy baby and a safe mom as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just just have your preferences. But if you have to divert from that, it's okay, you know. Yeah, so. it's totally okay for things to be different. And, I mean, these two episodes have been fun yeah. to kind of, like, share slash educate, whatever. I know. It's just been – it's just four births. All right. all of them were different. <laughs> Even right. though some were similar, they were all different. But it was definitely fun to share. Sometimes birth stories can be, like, weird. But I think that in this scenario, it's, it's kind of cool to hear all the different – aspects of it so and i don't ever like to use birth stories to like fear people i i can't i can't stand that i like it more so to be like hey these are the things that kind of could happen and or might change but always everything in a positive light absolutely yeah yeah you have to Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed these episodes and stick around for our Embrace Being episode next week. We're excited for that one. All right. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.